Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth if you believe it and i'm john bishop i don't know what's been up with your energy on the intro recently but frankly it has to stop uh but it's true he didn't lie his name is john bishop well the truth is nothing can stop me i've become too powerful i don't know about all that please this is not an ASMR podcast, and I can't imagine future Lucas is enjoying listening to this back. So please stop what you're doing. Okay. Cool. So are you as excited as I am for, for our trip? Yes. You, you want to tell them where we're going? I assume the joke is we're going to Cars Land, but uh, sort of like figuratively, because like we're going to talk about it. We don't like we're not going to go right now, right now go to disney tomorrow and a i was gonna say in this economy as a joke but honestly in this economy and climate and general goings on pandemic and like general tiredness oh boy but we are going to use some theater of the mind that's not true we're going to talk about amusement parks in the cars first i'm gonna just pull back the curtain here that's what that's what this episode is like, it brings me to we... my not very fun fact of the day. Lucas, did you know that cars, this is going to ruin the entire episode, uh, can't ride roller coasters? I wish I had about mm, 12 minutes ago. So uh, cars can't ride roller coasters? And you want to know why that is? No. Fair enough. So yeah, roller coasters <laughs> and amusement parks, those are fun, right? Why can't cars ride roller coasters? <laughs> I've, I've, I've come around. You've convinced me. Well, according to LATimes.com, Utah's SNS Worldwide, which makes roller coasters and drop towers, sets its restraints for a maximum weight of mm. 300 pounds, and cars generally weigh more than 300 pounds. Yeah, more than that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I wonder how much my car weighs. I'm going to Google that. But yeah, I imagine it couldn't ride a roller coaster just because, uh, you know. I'm going to guess 2,800 pounds. Okay. I'm not going to guess because I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> Oh, wow. My car weighs anywhere from, I don't know how this is a range, but uh, <laughs> anywhere from 3,459 to 4,098. Shoot. You goofed it, bud. I goofed it. So your but car yeah. cannot ride a roller coaster. But what if in, it could? Yeah, in our universe it can't, but like, I assume they've adjusted it in the cars verse. Otherwise, we have to stop the episode, John. So let's assume maybe maybe or maybe not because amusement parks got other things like they do really bad stale food uh they've got somewhat decent food that costs like three times what it should and they've got angry parents they've got the hall of presidents uh 
Do they have the Hall of Presidents? In uh, Disney World, yeah. Maybe Disneyland. Okay, so Hall of Presidents. That sounds boring. It that is. doesn't sound very amusing. It. The thing is, it is pretty boring, but it's also a really good way to get out of the heat, the Florida heat for, I don't know, half an hour. Liz always tells me that it's listed as like a nap spot, which is just bonkers to me that people would... I don't designate know. an area for napping in a in a park designed for thrill in the, quote unquote the happiest place on earth lucas the happiest place on earth for many and many a people is bed that's fair enough and like i get it i've done some hard days at disney in my time i have not yeah but it's they can wear you out like you walk a lot and it's very hot and i get very sleepy so i like get it but also, I feel like if I went to sleep in in a in a place in an amusement park, they'd say, "Sir, you'd have to you have to leave our park now. You can't you can't do that here." Well, Lucas, uh, there there are a few things about uh, being a dude that aren't that great, and one of those things is that you can't really nap anywhere because you're you're gonna look weird, and uh, with your particular choice in facial hair. You're gonna look like you're, uh, what's it called? Trying to get squatters rights? That's fair. Especially right now. I haven't, I, I it, still don't feel... Is it feel more glorious than ever? My beard is shorter, uh, because I have the means and, like, the knowledge of how to trim that. But my mm. hair's, like, pretty long, because, I don't know, I'm sure there's a way to go get a haircut that's safe, but... It still just sort of freaks me out, so I haven't done it, and I should have back in March. So, Lucas, it's so easy. All you got to do is happen to have a family member that's close in relation and uh, proximity who is a professional uh, haircutter and stylist. Yeah, I tried that. It didn't work, so right now my hair really? looks bad and long. It's worked just for me every time I've tried it, which was once. You think I could get squatters rights in the Hall of Presidents? Probably not. I'll answer that. Uh, I think it really depends because like right now is the best time to try it. I don't know about best time. I mean, squatters rights. It applies after you've been there for insert amount of time, correct? Yeah. So if it's closed, are there going to be people checking in? It's not closed right now. It's not closed right now? Oh, bud, that's why. That's kind of what inspired me to do this disney world opened back up my dude what is wrong with america oh it's fine it's only in the (laughs) coronavirus center of the world the hot literally (laughs) literally the coronavirus hotbed Uh, of the of the entire world uh (laughs) it's only in the most wonderfully terrible terrible least prepared swamp dump of a place it's pretty bad don't go to Hey, hey! Listen to me for a second, everybody. Don't go to like Disney or Universal right now. Like, or, like for real. Like, don't do that. <laughs> just like think about it, and then don't do it. Just like th- think about it, and you should have already been done thinking about it because it doesn't take more than I don't know a millisecond of thought to think that's probably a bad idea. I like Disney World a lot, and but, I like, don't, don't go right now. That's but fair. I only don't because I haven't been. Well, technically, I've been once. Do you want to know how old I was when I went? Mm, two. I believe I was two. Nice. Nice. I was in a stroller the entire time, 
and I don't remember anything. And I have heard the story that apparently everyone left their water in my stroller. And then I drank everyone's water. And there was just a trail of pee all throughout Disney, wherever they went. Hey, that way uh, a dog could find you very easily. You were just, Mm -hmm. you you were in a strange environment. And you're like, I need to prepare. I was like, come on, guys, give me breadcrumbs. Or maybe just bread. I'll make the crumbs. And they were like, no, here's water. I was like, I'll I'll use it. I'll make water crumbs. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to waste the water. I'm going to make it crumbs the old-fashioned way. I mean, you made it more potent crumbs. Easier mm-hmm. to track crumbs is what mm-hmm. you did. Almost alchemically. I was an alchemist at a very young age. We've gotten pretty far off track. I mean, we're talking about amusement parks, but I don't think we've talked about cars in a minute, huh? So how would a car ride uh, uh, Splash Mountain? Uh, Well, Lucas, we've talked about this (laughs) briefly before. Is a roller coaster, is that like, Lucas, are they going to get inside of a person and ride that person? Okay, ever since you mentioned car is too heavy to get on it, I've been thinking of another possibility. And I'm not ruling out roller coasters are sentient as a very real possibility i think we've basically said it outright on this podcast before Mm -hmm. but i think another very real possibility is maybe there are no cars on the roller coaster they just strap the sentient cars in you know or like switch out their wheels or something and just are like go on go do expedition everest and you're you're the car because i don't know you have that capability uh and like Maybe when they enter the park, they like, as part of the park experience, they get some modifications put on them that like generally fits all or most of the rides. Uh, And they're just able to sort of hook right in and just experience it very firsthand. So it's kind of like rubbing it really into the face of any train. Yes. Yeah. It's, hey, you know how there are creatures, their entire life is spent on tracks? Well, if you want... You can go on far more interesting tracks temporarily and experience that and uh, wear it like a costume. Not if, not if you are a train, though. I, I, can, I cannot remedy. Oh, absolutely remedy. not. We cannot make trains have fun. Yeah, I, I, and like boats and even like Mac-sized cars and planes. Quite frankly, they, I, I can't get there. Like, I'm trying. I can't get there. Maybe they have like their own like boats have like their own like full water based one and planes have i don't know how planes would have an amusement park because like their life is an amusement park because they fly Mm -hmm. a lot they're they're not limited by the sky versus the ground no they they live in both worlds yeah at any point they could experience the intense adrenaline rush of like a large drop and like Mm -hmm. changes in g-forces like they don't need like man-made stuff like, they don't get the fun theming of, you know, Space Mountain, but... I mean, they can just get real close to space. Yeah, fly at night near a mountain. Mm-hmm. That'd be real spooky. Yeah. Ah. What was the noise you just made, and why did you make it? I've been presented dinner. <laughs> don't make loud mouth sounds during our podcast. I think you, of all people, can appreciate that. <laughs> Mm, nummy 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 now that of course is absolutely fine uh i quite frankly uh, sort of expect you to do it every episode and i'm very happy that you've started doing it now but 
don't mm-hmm. make like chewing noises. Oh, that was me chewing. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. So you mentioned theme, which is a big yes. part of theme parks. <laughs> you got me there, bud. Got me. All right. So threats. theme parks. That's going to be a lot more doable for any type of vehicle. You can just go to an area where everything's really themed, and that could be fun. But that just reminds me of how strange it is to imagine a world in which everyone's cars. You know, Cause we like, should do a podcast about that. <laughs> what's the theme going to be? Because it could be anything, but like, I don't know. It just seems like, what's the theme going to be other than, oh, racing and I guess vampires? <laughs> definitely vampires Mm -hmm. uh but i think i think you've hit the nail on the head a bit with racing i think there's almost certainly like a race themed uh amusement park and i mean we've seen uh the simulator from cars 3 uh where he gets up on the thing and it moves him around and there's that like warped screen that like fills his vision Mm -hmm. that kind of thing is becoming more and more popular with rides and amusement parks like a lot of the universal ones when i went a while ago were that like a lot of the new harry potter ones like they have like some stuff where you actually go on a track but a lot of it's just like you're in front of a screen and we're gonna shake you around a bit you know i would have thought it was actually the opposite because i would have assumed that because of the uh, new 4d theaters that it would be less popular to have that at a theme park that's fair but but i mean I'm talking like to the degree that like the simulator moves lightning around, not like shakes, like it'll move you up and drop you down a certain amount to simulate what is basically, you know, a roller coaster, but in a smaller amount of space and materials. But yeah, I'm I'm saying if they have that technology, that's a lot of what modern rides at theme parks are right now. Like not all of them, obviously, but I feel like for cars, like who experience going long distances very fast a lot of the time, that sort of different experience would be even more popular with them, you know? Mm -hmm. I have to imagine that that is one of our best examples of a theme park making a little bit more sense or a amusement park in general, because that device, it can clearly handle the weight of a car and it can clearly lock someone into it. So the idea of just having that sort of, mechanism with that sort of strength just attached to a track would make a little bit more sense to me yeah and i mean again i think just remove the like cars people ride in from roller coasters and a mechanic like that and it works pretty much the same Mm -hmm. i think it could work again probably not aircraft carriers i don't know that they have amusement parks for them which is deeply sad to me I was thinking about it when you mentioned boats in yeah. general, and I thought about it, and I was like, boy, howdy, big boats have to have the worst lives in the entire world. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be an aircraft carrier, I don't think. You got a ton of people basically infesting you. You yep. are infested with people, and you move comparatively so slowly. Yeah. I get that you might be moving at a very, very fast pace, but because you're so large, it's going to seem like you're crawling everywhere. And I don't really have a way to reconcile that, and I'm not sure there is or should be one. But yeah, I think just like battleships and aircraft carriers and tankers and stuff, I don't know, man, they're probably not super happy. (laughs) Maybe they are. Maybe like they're like, this is my life and I, I am happy for it. 
And if they are, more power to them, I guess. But I mean, aircraft carriers, we've only seen, I think, the one that we've had any amount of interaction with talking-wise. And he just kind of seemed like general, like, okay, I'm a boat. I am in the armed forces. This is my lot in life. If you couldn't remember, his name was the Dwight Fleisenhauer. There was no way I was going to get there, and I'm deeply disappointed in that because that's a very... That's very good. It's very good. I assume... Okay, we're off topic, but like, you expect that by now, I assume, audience? I would Uh, hope so. Yeah. So, this boat is named, I think, the Dwight Fleisenhauer, which to Mm -hmm. me implies that his like, birth-given name, like, he was not the President Dwight Eisenhower. Like, there was a President Dwight Fleisenhauer, and this boat was named after him. Mm -hmm. The same way many like naval ships are in america which is perfectly fine in our world but very upsetting in theirs see you gotta remember in our world boats aren't sentient so we can do that but like boats isn't people in our world so you strip them of their identity also when they enter the armed forces i mean that's that's true in our world yes but like to a degree of like you take their name fully like yeah yeah. I don't, you know me, yes. I am all, I am all here for a <laughs> critique of the U.S. armed forces, uh, but. But the dehumanization goes a step further in that yeah. you are referred to as a different person's name, but as if it was a title for a non-sentient being. And like, we, I remember we talked about this with like tanks before, but like, what are you going to do if you're a, an aircraft carrier? Not be in the military? I mean, you're an aircraft carrier. That is a situation in which basically your existence is defined by your name, like the name of what you are. And that means that your job should probably only ever be what you're named after. So you carry aircraft. So your options in this world are armed forces and being a stopping point for like planes in the middle of the ocean but like even then like imagine if you will you're an aircraft carrier and you're like i'm not going to be in the armed forces i'm going to travel the world give me me a second yeah i'm so big okay i'm there okay that was some advanced acting technique you were using uh some Mm -hmm. method i appreciate that uh (laughs) but you're traveling the world and you just are like uh, I'll go to Australia. And then let's cut to the Australian armed forces who are like, hey, there's a full aircraft carrier we don't recognize that is approaching our shores. <laughs> we can't hail him because I assume like you don't have the military like radio stuff and we don't know what to do. Like, I don't know that you would die because I think... It, they could send some planes to be like, what are you doing? And like hover around you and you'd be like, oh, I'm just a guy. I'm just like a guy. But like, I don't know. You would get harassed at the at the absolute very least and accidentally bombed at the most. Mistakenly, not accidentally. All right. So uh, amusement parks. Yes. Do you think that they have some of the like more risque names for rides? Like, when I was a kid, I thought it was just, like, oh no, 
when I found out that there was a a, a ride called the Elevator, mm. which okay, that's that's a real spooky adult ride, even though it was I think significantly shorter than Drop Zone. It's fair. I mean, quite honestly, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. <laughs> I don't because see any. I don't like. know if I've heard any of the cars say hell. Okay, so what you're asking the okay there's the there's the surface level would they have something like the elevator but what you're really asking is do the cars curse is there profanity in the cars world are there more adult names in description of things like what would be the elevator i think we have to ask answer what i just said first is there okay. profanity in the cars first we don't have evidence that I can think of off the top of my head, but like there has to be, right? Like, like, right? We do have evidence. Hit me. The phrase "he did what in his cup" means that the word "piss" exists. Thank God. Thank the manufacturer. You know what was we I going to do in a world without the word exists. "piss"? Okay. <laughs> okay. If we know that piss exists, what can we assume also exists? What words? are equivalent to piss there's also that car from like the uh demolition derby whose gimmick is he'll say things and then honk where a curse would be Mm -hmm. because it's a family friendly venue yeah so do you think he's also saying the curse he is just honking to self-censor or do you think the curse is the honk uh happy answer or sad answer Mm, both happy than sad all right, happy answer. He definitely curses, but he honks so loudly that no one can hear it. And okay. it's always the wrong curse word. That's fun. I like that. That's nice and whimsical. Okay, hit me with the sad one. Uh, he has a uh, a lot of like mental damage due to the demolition derby that he doesn't remember curse words. So instead, he just honks and thinks he's cursing. Hmm. That is very sad, but lines up with the rest of our characterization of the Thunder Hollow Demolition Derby crew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that, that works. All right. Do we think that cars get motion sickness? <laughs> okay. There has to be a joke about that. Like a, a car getting like seasick or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, we know it's not inherently like built out of them. I think because we see... That Dusty Crop Hopper is afraid of heights and is a plane. Mm-hmm. So we know that it's not something you can just assume that, oh, that wouldn't make sense, so it doesn't exist, because <laughs> yeah. he's a plane who's afraid of heights, and even the people in the movies point out that doesn't make sense. They sure do, and it still doesn't. We don't, that just because you lampshaded it doesn't mean it's not a plot, it's not a dumb thing you did in a movie. But, moving on, uh... I think probably, yeah. I mean, there right. are people, like, there there are human beings with, like, vertigo who, mm-hmm. like, standing up and walking around is makes them nauseous from time to time. Do we think that it's as common and that they call it what that would be? Like, seasick if you're a boat or carsick if you're a car? I think probably it's not as... I, I think it would be more like vertigo, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... Like a full medical condition. Yes, uh, because if you're driving and driving makes you sick, that would be a very, very bad time. Now, I think 
for like things they're not used to, like if a car was on a boat or if a car did like a corkscrew on a roller coaster, like all bets are off, you know? Oh, definitely uh, in Boats the movie, we're going to have one of us, if not both of us, throw up while on a boat. Nice. That'll be nice for us. Our, I assume we're car, we're car versions of us in Boats mm-hmm. the Search for McQueen. Okay, yes. I'll make sure I was remembering that right. We'll also get to see what it's like when a car throws up. That's, I guess, on my car wish list for Cars mm-hmm. 4. And in this movie, we're also going to have our 30-second clip of Mater eating a carrot. Mater eating a carrot, and then he throws it up. Mm-hmm. We do need another $50 million for that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think Cars can definitely get sick on like a roller coaster, because, like, I don't know, they're not used to going on loop-de-loops and stuff. Okay, here's the thing. So cars are used to going very fast. Maybe. Do you think that roller coasters would have to be super duper ramped up to be like anything worth doing for them? Like going hundreds upon hundreds of miles per hour? See, it's not the speed that gets you. It's the acceleration. Okay. So I think for a car that's got like a great zero to 60, like, oh, it takes me three seconds to get to zero to 60 then that car is going to be a lot less impressed than, say, an older vehicle that takes a good 10 seconds. I remember there, it was like one roller coaster that I was on, and its whole thing was that you'd be going, I think, 30 miles per hour within one second, which I feel like that should kill someone, but who knows? No. Uh, And uh, that's specifically the one that I would get very, very sick on, because it was like, an indoor roller coaster with some flashing lights and it was uh, area 51 themed and it just the whole thing was when it started it was immediate Mm, so i feel like that's what it's going to be for cars it's not how fast they're going at all it's how quickly they're changing speed so they could be going like at most 50 miles per hour And still, if they're turning like crazy because they're on a track, that's going to be a new and exciting thing for them. I think you're right that we don't have to go as far with it as I was saying, like the hundreds of miles an hour. I think we do need to, like, I I, I think cranking up the acceleration is good. I do think we have to crank up the top speed at least a little bit for like the thrill seekers, you know? Maybe. Just because it's it's different because it's like they're, it's just their body, you know? Like when we are in cars all the time that go pretty fast. And Mm -hmm. that's why that's exactly what you were saying that like, it's not necessarily about speed, but like if I myself just could run immediately like 80 miles per hour and then went to Disney and my experience on the Matterhorn uh, (laughs) was they strapped me in and were like, okay, there's no car around you. You're just going to go. I think that would be a lot, a very, like a very different feeling. Like I, I, I think the speed needs to go up at least a little bit, you know? See, but think about the way you're moving because it's exciting on a roller coaster to be high up in the air and going down really fast, all those things because they're really abnormal ways to be moving that are in a lot of ways terrifying. I imagine that if a car is upside down, honestly, Mm. if it's going more slow than it feels like it should be, that would be scarier for it. 
because for a regular car, if you hit a curved ramp the right way, going the right speed, you can just do that. But if you're going much more slowly than you should be and being able to do that, it's going to be a lot scarier. Like if you have to go 40 miles per hour to defy gravity just enough based on a ramp, and then all of a sudden you're only going 20, you're going to feel like you're falling. You're going to feel like your life is in danger. And I feel like that's a big part of a lot of roller coasters is that it's supposed to scare you. That's fair. I'm, I'm going to stand by there are like a few that are like outside human uh, limitations on roller coasters, but I'm willing to concede that not all of them need to be that much different in terms of intensity, in terms of like speed. See, I would propose that if they wanted to make a speed-based roller coaster, what they would have to do is they would just have to hire the fastest train and just put cars on that train and see how fast it can go. That's fair. I mean, put them on top of it so they mm-hmm. feel the wind. They feel that wind. They put their put their uh, hoods down. It's going to be great. Well, I don't like the... Uh, I- if they have their hoods down, then we get you don't to see like the squishies. Ex- yeah. Exposing their brains to the air. Yeah, it's like that episode of SpongeBob where he chips mm-hmm. off all the bits to become a ghost. We've made this exact comparison before because you were like, "I don't understand why he needed to go do the rest of it," and I was like, "You're right. It didn't make sense. It was a cartoon about a sponge." Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep, I think just throwing some cars on a train would be a pretty bonkers and fun way to. To satiate some uh, thrill seekers. Now, do cars need safety belts? Hmm. I mean, if we were going off what I was saying on how they maybe ride uh, roller coasters. They're like latched in. Yeah, they are the cars themselves. And I'd say mm-hmm. definitely like those are basically the safe safety belts for them. Mm-hmm. For the train. I mean, they got to be attached somehow or that will go very poorly. Mm-hmm. Now... I'm looking at my uh, fun fact of the day here, and it's making me think about something. Okay. Do you think that for a car, one of the most exciting parts of the roller coaster is like for sure going to be stopping? Because they can't stop that fast? Because they're going to have so much momentum and they won't be in control of stopping. Mm. Okay. My fun fact of the day is that uh, King Daka is the uh, tallest roller coaster in the world at 456 feet. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find one that we know of. All right. You remember the Son of the Beast? Yes. Do you remember Diamondback? Yes, I haven't been on it because I'm a scaredy pants, but I, I have seen it in the past couple of years, actually. Diamondback is very nearly half of that height. Oh, Lord, no, 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 no. Not for your boy, Lucas. I will do roller coasters that don't put me upside down or too high up in the air, and that's too high up in the air. I uh, have had weird blood flow issues probably my entire life, and on Diamondback, occasionally, I'll just, like, black out for a second. It's not It's not good that that happens. <laughs> it's. I didn't black out completely. But there was one time where I went on it and uh, like everything went dark and I was still very conscious, but my body went limp and I just couldn't do anything for a bit. It was real interesting. I know this is a specific to you thing and other people with these uh, blood flow issues, 
that doesn't really make me want to wa- uh, ride Diamondback anymore. Like, the amount I want to ride it is very low already. Just went down a little bit. Nice. Uh, that was when I was much younger, and uh, at this point, I don't know if it would still happen. Well, only one way to find out. It's going to do some science at King's Island. Uh, I wish that weren't possible. I don't know that King's Island is open. Honestly, probably because it's King's I Island. Hope so bad. I hope it's not. Oh, absolutely. I hope it's not, but I think it probably is. So uh, I'm just going to brag about something for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got really hurt by, I think, Son of the Beast. Do you want to know why I got really hurt by Son of the Beast? Because it's a wooden roller coaster and it just sort of beats you up. You see, it jostles you around, but one way to counteract that is to have the seats uh, like, be designed to hold you in. Uh-huh. And I was too big for the seat, but only in one specific way. Hmm. My shoulders were too broad. Okay, okay. thank God. Uh... <laughs> what did you think it was? I knew you weren't going to talk about your penis being too big for the for the son of the beast. And I may cut this part out because I don't know if you want to talk about your penis on our podcast. <laughs> but see, it's all theoretical, so it's okay. But like <coughs> in on what part of the beast would that have been an issue? <laughs> I, I don't know. The way you led up to I want to brag about something. I was too big for the seat but only one part of me was too big. Like, I was like, obviously it's not his dick, but like, <laughs> he's sort of, sort of leading, if not unintentionally, to that conclusion. No, that was not the problem. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool, good to know. Like, there have <laughs> been roller coasters where that is an issue, but it's not because it was too big, it's because it was extant. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are some that latch you in by having a harness that specifically goes pretty much just on your crotch. Yeah, it's not good. I think Diamondback might be one of those. Hey, keep giving me reasons to not do it. <laughs> I'm afraid of falling. And being upside down. The human body was not meant to be upside down. That's a science fact. You can look it up. See, that's you why can't. I like doing it, because I'm terrified and I love it. I don't like being scared. <laughs> I like feeling safe at every moment of my life. See, <laughs> so. as someone who has married a woman who refuses to watch horror films, I don't get many opportunities to be scared. I feel that. But, John, do you think bumper cars are a thing? <laughs> Uh, I think it's pretty much like the giant soccer ball type game where people get an inflatable thing and just run into each Mm. other. Yeah, I think that's what bumper cars are, is you just get a bumper like wrapped around you and you just can demolition derby in a more safe way. Honestly, yeah, I, I think it fits with what we were saying of like, it doesn't make sense for the cars to get into cars. Mm-hmm. And like, we're probably not going to reconcile that making any amount of sense. So yeah, just modifying the cars and, but like, because otherwise cars can go 70 miles an hour and above. Yeah. But I, they're not going to go 70 miles per hour in that small of a space. Yeah. But also the cars are car size. So the space has to be at least a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I would have to imagine that they do what they do with bumper cars and somehow limit their speed also. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get to. How, how would they do that? Maybe the bumper that they attach to them just restricts how fast your tires can move. Yeah, and I also... Or it could uh, just be really heavy. That's also fair. 
I, I think I also said that maybe they had to get some modificate like minor modifications that would amount to like when you go to Disney, if you like stay on, you get like a little uh, wristband that lets you into stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's one of like the modifications is like you just can't go very fast unless you're being pulled by a roller coaster chain thing. Lucas, what about go-karts? Go-karts. Man, we're doing a lot where we talk about something we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, imagine imagine if you will, uh Lightning McQueen in his younger years goes to good old Malibu Jacks. Who? They they sponsored two episodes in a row. I remember if that was last episode or not. Who cares? It, it was our cool. one of our two sponsors last uh week is back this week. Malibu Thank Jacks. You. Get jacked at Malibu Jacks. If it's not legal to say that, it's not true. Please don't sue us. Jack, I guess. Actually, Jack is Jack's uh, father's name. Please call, call him, Malibu. him Malibu. Okay, yeah, that was, that was good. Lightning McQueen's at Malibu Jacks. Already a good picture. He hands over his cash money and says, I would like to ride the go-karts. Hmm. Did he just pay for a prostitute? No, because that wouldn't mean that in this universe. If they're a sentient person and he's paying to get inside of them. He's been inside people, though. Like, we can beat We've around the bush. we talked about how maybe Mac's backpack is a backpack. He's, or maybe there are planes, there are trains. on a horse? Are... Automobiles? Yes, there are, in fact, automobiles that we have seen them inside. Now, I can't reconcile trains. Trains got me. I'm pretty sure that's all one person. Yeah. But, I mean, now last week we did say, A, go-karts exist, B, they're monkeys. Mm-hmm. In fact, oh, that's they're much monkeys worse. from oh, Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. So oh, what you have just God. informed me of is that, yes, it is prostitution, and it's much worse. No, it's not prostitution. This week they don't exist, and we go with our theory where they just like, eh, go wild, go on this track. There's just a track. All right, yeah, but, and uh, go karts exist, and they're just in they're just in the jungle. I'm gonna go ahead and do my one anti veto of the uh, episode, and fine, you got to play with me in this space. Fine, go kart. I'm not. He... How does he go kart? I'll I'll do. How does he go kart? I won't do. He's having sex with a robotic monkey when he <laughs> go karts, because uh, that's a fair. I don't that's want fair. to be. We both know it doesn't actually make sense. <laughs> it's just fun to say. <laughs> uh, yep. So, how does he go kart? Okay, we have to assume if we we can't assume that he just gets on the track himself. Go karts have to be like really, really big, like really, really big, big. go kart. Do we think that it's in some way like a trailer? Like he gets on a trailer. Okay, and just like. Has like some has like, the ability to control it somehow. Yeah, like like how uh, the spies use like a weird like pedal computer in Cars too. He can maybe like do that to control it like a video game. I like yeah. that because then it becomes a chariot race, and that's cool as hell. See, we've well, I've posited before that uh, trailer is horse, yeah. so it's not a chariot race even. It's backwards it's, chariot. It's just a horse race. They're just racing horses <laughs> indoors. Uh, yeah, honestly, I like that a lot. I think that I think that works. And they would give. Oh man, we did mention last week that at Malibu Jacks they do have a little a little boost button that you can use three times per 
So I think that means they give the horses drugs <laughs> that you can inject into them. Yeah, they they just inject some nitrous into them. And All right. the, oh man, these so are So in this world, do the delinquent road hazards neglected. own Malibu Jacks? Almost certainly. I mean, e- even outside of the nitrous stuff, just the aesthetic in there kind of fits fits for those young men. Okay. Now how do they play virtual reality games and laser tag? Well, we've seen them wear virtual reality helmets, so I think pretty much exactly the same. I mean I mean that, but specifically like the gun one at Malibu Jacks? Uh, you you get a wheel wheel computer thing like we just mentioned for the for the but that feels compute. more like a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, but like they can't hold guns, John. Do we think that they, like, attach something to the front where the guns would have been? Yeah, and then you can just hook it up into, like, that's, the internal. That's what I'm asking. How, okay. How are we going to guns them? I think, Do yeah, they just fire hooks... guns that are toys with their mouth? I think it makes more sense because, like, they don't have any context for holding things like we would. So they would be more familiar with, like, a Finn McMissile setup where it, like, comes out of parts of him and is mounted on him. So I think they would like mount it on them and maybe just put like uh like uh the firing mechanism in their mouth and they it's just like a man that would be a hotbed for corona uh but <laughs> <laughs> but they just squeeze down when they want to fire it and they're like listen it's we we can either do this or literally build something into you so like and it will cost so so much more uh, then you are willing to pay here at Malibu Jacks. And it's the same okay. with laser tag, but without the uh, VR goggles. Now, this brings me to a very important question. Okay. It's the future. Uh, cybernetic enhancements have become a major thing. Got it. Where do you have your secret guns installed? Me? Mm-hmm. As a human? See, in the cars world, it seems like the option is install them right next to your uh, either... Baps or your testicles. Let me tell you, I wouldn't do that. That would not be my first move. I would not want uh, to. I would not want to fire a gun right next to my testicles. Or worse, yeah. have my testicles also function as a gun. Have like, yeah, have them turn into. I mean, I can't think of anything that's not like classic, like cyborg, like you know, my arms, or like War Machine's gun that's on his back, <laughs> something like that. See, I'm thinking Austin Powers, my nipples are now guns. It's very powerful, John. That doesn't mean I like it, but it is very powerful. Because that's what it would be for some spies in this world. Because I think their headlights, like, go into their bodies, and then out come guns. And I'm going to choose to believe that in that instance, it's replacing chest instead of the test. Sure, yeah. Man, modern day Austin Powers catchphrase, hashtag free the nipple, then he rips his shirt open and shoots them with his nipple guns. Yeah? See, the problem is... Maybe without the hashtag. The problem is that he was being assassinated by the nipple guns. I haven't seen Austin Powers. That's fair. And uh, I haven't seen them in a long time. I, I'm just going to assume that they're not going to have aged well at all. I think that's probably a pretty fair assumption about the Austin Powers movies. But I haven't seen them, so I don't actually know. I don't know how much we're going to get out of this. But in our universe, 
Cars Land exists. Mm -hmm. Their universe, in a lot of ways, is pretty one-for-one our universe, but Cars. Yes. Talk to me about Cars vs. Cars Land. Land. Man's Land? Is that what you called it? I I said Human's Land. Mm. But, see, that's the thing. I'm really conflicted, because I want to say Human's Land, because I don't want it to be gender-exclusive. But Man's Land, or Men's Land, something about that seems sillier to me and i like the idea of it being silly that is what we go for here i think that's an option it's a utterly horrific option that i hate a lot uh (laughs) but we can go into that i think equally if not more likely maybe they just remade radiator springs because lightning story got so famous Hmm. and they're like hey experience this place without having to go i don't know a hundred miles to the to the east and a See, little that to the feels south. a little too like the the president's thing that you mentioned All because presidents? it's a little bit too informative it's not for kids enough and the fact that it's not like mind-numbing and silly they do have like rides and stuff yeah what i'm what i'm saying is uh for them to just remake radiator springs seems a little too museum-y no, yeah, I, I'm talking one for one Cars Land. Like all of the rides from Cars Land exist in Cars vs. Cars Land. Hmm. See, I have to imagine that it's got to be like a weird kids movie. What would a Cars car be? Okay, skateboard. That's lizards. Uh. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a vehicle. It doesn't have no, to be I for know. transportation. It just has to be a thing. Everything is for transportation. Uh, it doesn't. Like, it just has to be no, something that, that, that is. Tires. You know what? I think it might be shoes. Tires don't exist. Their shoes don't exist. Probably. Are we sure? Because like, dinosaurs no. exist. We're not sure. But in this one, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But that's the thing. Sentient cars don't exist. So maybe there is this okay. really weird But cars movie. exist. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, but not sentient cars. Yes, but... For a movie about sentient shoes, shoes have to exist first, I think. I mean, Monsters, Inc. Okay, that's honestly a pretty good counterpoint. Monsters don't exist. So there's this weird uh, Pisney Dixar film. Sure. Uh, It's not man's, even though I adore the idea of man's. It's shoes. They invent shoes as a method it's it's like their weird mascot is these weird shoes and they don't even call them sentient shoes it's not a world in which everyone's sentient shoes because shoes don't exist in a non-sentient form yeah well, so they they're just qualify. shoes yeah. so in in their world it's not people it's shoes <laughs> so you could go to Disney's california adventure uh, and then take a stop at Shoes Land, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fantastic. Before I forget, I do want to do the uh, wiki quote of the week. I don't feel like making a title this week of the week. Give me that exhaustion of the week. <laughs> Absolutely. This week we're going over to worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiki slash baby underscore tractors. Oh yeah, baby. First off. This one has, you know how I often really like it when the intro is very short, like it's the first thing you read and it's just dumb and weird. Mm-hmm. This one has a very good one of those, uh, in which it says, the baby tractors are little tractors. 
<laughs> Which I mean, it check it's all there. It checks out. See, in the real world, there's an analog that makes sense. And it's the calves are baby cows. They don't say baby. Are little <laughs> cows. And they don't say they don't use two different words. So it's actually See, that's the thing. That's the baby saying. cows are little cows. See, that's what I'm saying. It's it doesn't make sense when translated into car because their vocabulary is a little bit more specific and limited because yep. they don't have the word cav to describe baby cow. They have little tractor for tractor. That's fair enough. If you're curious why this was about said in the cars land in the, this episode, it's because if we go down, we see there is a total of 22 baby tractors at the ride Mater's Junkyard Jamboree in Cars Land. Each will be pulling a cart that has enough room for two guests during the ride. Mater will sing songs to get the tractors dancing. When the tractors are dancing, the carts will swing freely. Okay. They're apparently also in like a few, like in Planes, Fire, and Rescue, they say we see baby tractors. So... That's a lot. That's so. There are little tractors, and there are baby tractors. N- the baby tractors are little tractors. Is the sentence? The baby tractors are okay. little tractors. Okay. They're tractors, but small, if you will. So that's terrible. That's just terrible. Expand on why. I have my own feelings, but I would like you to expand first. Because when I was defending it, I was going under the assumption that uh it was just trying to say a sentence that doesn't really work when translated no i'm realizing that they're just trying to they're just trying to like inform you hey they're called baby but we're not going to actually allow you to think that age exists they're just little see i almost see it as the exact opposite i see it as them going whoa 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 i see you see these tiny tractors they're not just little tractors. They're babies. See, but which one comes first in the sentence? It is the baby tractors are little tractors, but by the, the I'm not going to get this right, so I'm just going to say transitive property. That's not the one that you can flip stuff around with. But by one of the properties in math, that also means that it's just as correct to say the little tractors are baby tractors. I mean, some things are directional, though. Like we don't know, like one if if x is equal to one, then one is x. Yes, but also, uh, if you like get further into it, x can be one and x can be two, and I forget what that's called mathematically. Logarithm. I just made that up. It's probably not. I don't think that's. I just said a math word. Uh, I think you learn it in pre-cal. Sure, but yeah, the baby tractors are little tractors, so. I don't know. They're called baby tractors, so I'm going to assume. I'm going to say, even though this the world of cars drivein.fandom.com article to you is saying that no, they're not babies. I'm going to take it to be like, oh, they're just baby tractors sometimes. Age exists. Nothing's real. They're cars. They're tractors, but they're cars. See, I feel I feel too deeply that no, I think what they're saying is, hey, don't think too much about it. These aren't babies. They're just little. We call them babies because they're little. But they're not actually young, because that's not how things work. Because then you have to acknowledge that these are going to grow, and they're cars, and cars don't grow. They're going to be babies forever. That's not good. So, 
in shoes land. Mm-hmm. We know they're not going to be just the baby tractors in shoes land, the equivalent. They're not just going to be tinier shoes because uh, that the shoes are the protagonists, so shoes are cars. So what, okay, cars are to tractors as shoes are to fill in the blank SAT go. Cars are to tractors as blank are to shoes? Yes, what would be the tractor equivalent in the, the Disney Dixar shoes? movie Shoes? Okay, um, flip-flops. Okay. Maybe? I'm going to say, and let me tell you, I don't have a reason to say this, but I'm going to say those socks with toes. Toe socks. You know what? Yeah. I like it. Toe socks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the tractors <laughs> in Pisney Dixar's shoes is toe socks. Do you think, I don't know, what, 57 episodes ago when we were like, let's make a dumb podcast about cars, you would say, oh, the, I don't even know what you said, the tractors in Pisney Dixar's shoes are toe socks. Yes. That's, that makes sense. Uh, actually, let me open up this uh, sealed uh, envelope you gave me, our very first recording. You mm-hmm. said 57 I episodes from now. 57 episodes. Uh, and if not 57 episodes, then uh, in exactly one year and uh, maybe seven weeks. Uh, no, you said they would be those weird hiking toe shoes. Uh, well, that I was just being silly, I guess, because like clearly those would just be people. Yeah, we've grown so much mm-hmm. since then, you know. Mm-hmm. I've I've learned to think more critically. Yeah, you know, like we mm-hmm. we think. I can't with with a straight face say we think critically now. We think critically about Pisney Dixar's shoes. It's unfortunately a lot of what we do with our time now. Do you have anything else you want to say about amusement parks, but in uh, cars? Um, you think that they trust like carnivals or fairs? Hmm. You think like if you were a two to five thousand pound piece of machinery that you'd be chill with some dude just like scratching his butt while he pretends that he put the gigantic machine that's going to spin you hundreds of miles per hour around in a circle that he put it together right i mean those things get taken apart and put back together like a dozen times every year for 50 years no i i i think it'd be about the same as like ours because like i i get that they're heavier and would have to swing harder because cars are heavier than us so the potential for damage is maybe higher but I think it'd be just about the same. Some people would be like, ah, it's fine. And others would be like, I am absolutely never in my life going on this. Well, I do have one thing, and it's maybe a big thing, so it may take us <laughs> some time to crunch through it. But, Let's go for it. Okay, so if we go with cars get hooked onto the roller coaster, mm. so multiple cars at the same time, do you think they like mind meld when they all become one big vehicle for a short amount of time? I think that would only happen if they're all getting into another person to like become a part of the ride. Otherwise, it's just a mechanical clamp. But if the ride itself was sentient, you're saying? 
Yes. If the ride okay. itself was sentient, I feel like the chances would drastically increase of them all becoming one. Well, now I want the ride to be sentient because I want that to be true more than anything. Just more than anything. It's the most important thing in my life at this exact moment that that's what we say about cars. So, mm-hmm. so uh, in our in our theory that revolves around Pacific Rim being the prequel, we have hey, to accept yeah. that one of the bigger things is that everyone occasionally goes to a theme park just so they can mind meld with the mother brain. Yeah, they just drift for a while. Everyone's drift compatible with roller coasters in this world. Oh, that's very sad for the roller coasters who can't move, like literally mm-hmm. at all. But, you know, what are you going to do? Not have that be our theory? As I've clearly stated, that's not what we're going to do. Oh boy, we got to we gotta figure out how to mind meld so that we can all go to one area and mind meld and everything's going to be great. Yeah, I was going to say theme parks would be a source of great peace mm-hmm. in this universe you would understand your fellow car empathy and compassion would just be like uh, a fun getaway it's like the end of that one uh batman movie uh with adam west do, do you know the one time all of the world leaders get turned into dust and batman has to rehydrate them but right towards the end i i can't remember how it happens I want to say it was Robin just like trips and mixes up the dust. <laughs> Probably wasn't that, but it's funny to me. So I'm going to say that. <laughs> and he gets like the bat dust separator because Adam West Batman had no rules. And that's amazing. Uh, no, he had rules. The rule was if there is a problem, I can solve it with this thing that I have. With a bat something. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't know that this is going to do a good job, uh, but let's try it. And then they rehydrate them and all of the world leaders are speaking the wrong language. And (laughs) Batman says something along the lines of this will either bring an era of peace like we've never seen or the exact opposite. And then he he and Robin just sort of leave. (laughs) They just leave. They They just just like go out a window. It was like, oh, well, there's no in between. This will either solve all problems or make them all much worse. Oh, I love Adam West Batman. Uh, it's That's why I liked Lego Batman so much is because there was a period of Batman where they allowed Batman to be ridiculous. And Batman is very, very good when he's very serious and gritty. But Batman can be also very, very good when he is silly and wacky. The comic code was like really bad censorship and stuff, but it also made some very silly comics. And that's very fun. Yeah. Well, All right, that feels see. like a good place to Do you want to end the podcast now sure love it hey you listening right now it i'm don't think i'm not talking to just you i am talking to only you right now thank you so much for listening to our podcast it's super cool as we may we talked for a while and now you're hearing it that's neat i feel like i'm spiraling here like i don't know if you can tell but i feel personally like i'm spiraling so i'm going to get out of the spiral Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and send us emails at thekachat at gmail.com. And also, we've got uh, Twitter. And until next time, remember to uh, float like a Cadillac and uh, sting like a Beamer. John just took that over in a way that, I don't know, why not? That's that's our outro. We're not going to do a better one. Bye. (laughs)